This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Andrea Pass, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Mark. I am thrilled you're here, and I'm going to tell you why I'm, you're, I'm thrilled you're here in just a few minutes. But before we get started, who in the world is Andrea Pass, and what do you do? My goodness. My name is Andrea Pass. I'm the owner of Andrea Pass Public Relations. My job is to get people in the press. Third-party editorial endorsement by interviews, product reviews, podcast interviews, quotes in newspapers, magazines, radio, TV, blogs, online news sites, uh, Facebook Lives, podcasts, you name it to give you that third-party earned media coverage to help grow your business, grow you as a thought leader, and ultimately drive sales for your business. So public relations is where it's at, and that's what I'm all about. Excellent. And the reason why I'm excited you're on the show is because you've been sending me guests for about a year now. And I have released over 700 episodes of the podcast. And now I have a lot of agencies sending me guests. And what's really cool when people like you send me guests is you vet them. If I go out on LinkedIn or Facebook and try to find a guest, I got to do a lot of the work. You do all that work and say, here's a guest that works for you. And every guest that comes my way, it's already been pre-vetted. So I don't have to worry about, are they going to help my listener? Are they going to be a good guest? Can they talk? Are they boring? Are they like Ferris Bueller's teacher? So I love what you guys do because, and gals, I don't want to be sexist on the show, because you really make it easy for people like me who are podcast hosts to have great guests. So thank you for your service. Thank you. I mean, it's really important, I think, for any public relations person who's bringing a guest to someone like you, to to a well-known and well-respected podcast, to have done the homework, to have listened to the podcast, to understand what you're looking for in a guest and prepping the client so the client understands when they're getting on a pre-interview call with you what they need to do and what the message points have to be, both for them and their business to grow and for you to be hitting those points for your audience who's interested in those particular points. So a good public relations person is going to be able to bring that to someone like you. So I'm so thrilled that we established a relationship and have been working together all these many months. Two things uh, listeners don't want to hear. They don't want to hear boredom and they do not want to hear a sales pitch. I mean, if you want to talk about your book for a whole episode, maybe your mom will listen, maybe your kids, but most people want to be informed. And one of the part uh, I like about the vetting process that you do for me is you give me guests that are going to deliver value. Every guest at the end of the show, like you will get a chance to say, you know, where we can find out more about you and what you're up to, but the people want to be informed. People don't want to listen to an infomercial. And that's why I'm very, very cognizant because I really respect the people that give me their time and attention for listening to any episode of the show. And like I said, I really appreciate all the work you guys do. Thank you. Yes. It, it, it's not a sales pitch. That's what, that's how public relations differs from advertising. It's editorial content. It's not, okay, but wait, there's more. Buy this today for $19.99. <laughs> it's not that. It's what are you doing in your business that helps other people with content, not with a sales pitch. If you want the sales pitch, okay, meet with them separately. But on a show like yours, we want to talk about what can you learn? I think that one thing I find in my world, me as a person, I want to learn something new every day. There is just so much to learn. It doesn't have to always be about business. It could be something personal. Um, my husband and I have been watching The Crown. So we're learning all these neat little tidbits about the royal family. But I think 
every day you learn something new. So whether you're learning how to effectively write a speech or effectively do an elevator pitch or effectively do your messaging points or to create a new consumer product, or you're learning just something fun, like how to bake bread. So it's great to learn something new every day. And I think that people who give content in interviews understand that as opposed to this, oh, sell, buy, buy, buy. If you want that, go for advertising. Don't go for editorial content. Absolutely. One of the people I think does this very remarkably well, and I don't like his colorful language, is Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary, if you listen to his podcast, it's value, 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 value. And he goes, the mistake most people are making on the social media world, and I want to get your insights when it comes to public relations, is people, he, he wrote a book a number of years ago called Jab, 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 Right Hook, which means give, 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 then ask. Many people are doing right hook, right hook, right hook, and people are going, I don't even know you. And by giving value and sharing yourself, that's that's something I really had to work really hard on. I, I thought I had to be really professional, but I don't have a team, okay? And number two, if you watch Gary's stuff, it's just him in the raw. And when I started doing that, when I started sharing my story, when I started being my real authentic self, more people started following me because they you can go anywhere on the internet to find out be more productive. But you're only going to get my story from me. And, and so what I want people to understand is there's only one of you. And you got to be you because no one can be you other than you. And you have to be the best you possible. So why don't you take what I just said. I want you to translate that into public relations. Tell us, first of all, what is PR or public relations? Because, I mean, you touched on it a little bit already. But I want to make sure people are really crystal clear what public relations is. Why would someone go and hire someone like you? You know, it's very interesting. First, I'm going to go back with something that you just said and the word authentic. And it's very funny when people say to me, oh, use the first letter of your first name and tell us of a word that you describe yourself. I say authentic because I I want to be me. And if something doesn't jive with who I am or my beliefs, I'm not going to work on it. And I think that the, my two word story, another one I always do, relationships matter. Mm-hmm. And it's not about sell, sell, sell. It's about the relationship and turning that into a public relations relationship. When I first reached out to you and you said to me, why should I work with a PR person? And I gave you my reason, but you still pushed back. And I said to you, can I have 15 minutes of your time to talk to you? That's what I said to you as a public relations person. Can you give me 15 minutes? And you were kind enough to give me 15 minutes. And I came to that meeting prepared. I had listened to your podcast. I had learned a little bit about you. And we started talking and I I brought up something. um, I think it was a show you watched, The Walking Dead or something like that. It was a show I didn't watch. Yes. I can't remember. Oh, yes. (laughs) And I said, you got to accept the fact that you and I will never be able to talk about that that conversation. And you said to me, you listened to my podcast. And I said, well, I'm not going to pitch a guest as a public relations professional if I haven't listened to the podcast. And I think that's part of what people don't understand about public relations. Public relations is non-paid earned media coverage. Whereas you can pay for an advertisement and you know you'll appear in your newspaper on Tuesday on the right side in the business section, public relations is up to the editorial end of things. The way they're going to interview and the choices of the quotes they're going to include in that article or in that TV segment or in that podcast or, or that blog, it is earned media. And the reason public relations should be part of any business's marketing plan from the solopreneur up to the huge corporation is because third-party editorial endorsement 
is earned. We, as people, we're consuming 11 hours a day of content. 11 hours a day. So why your business be in that content? How many times are we watching a TV show and scrolling on our phones at the exact same time? Why do we do that? But we do do that. And so we're absorbing this content. So why shouldn't your business be in that content that you are not originating? Someone else is originating it. So therefore, when they are talking about you, that's bumping you up because we could all talk about ourselves and pat ourselves on the back and take out an ad that's all about ourselves. But public relations, publicity is getting you out there so that someone else is touting your benefits, discussing the benefits of your product or your book or your service or your nonprofit, whatever it might be. So public relations takes a different approach. Public relations, by the way, is a lot less money than advertising. A a glossy ad in a magazine can cost tens of thousands of dollars. You can hire a public relations professional, you know, for six months for that amount of money. So there's a lot more that you can do. And an ad, it's one and done. It runs, it's over. In public relations, an interview comes out, it's evergreen. Use it again. Put it on your social media. Put it on your website. Put it in your marketing package when you're trying to get uh, shelf space for your product. Say, oh, look, everyone's talking about me. And, And I have a great example. I have a client of mine who created a gadget to help you hang pictures straight on the wall. How many times do you hang up a picture and it's always crooked on the wall? And I, you know, I mean, it happens to all of us. I don't know, my husband and the two of us are, we're trying to do that and it's still crooked and it just never works. But now that we have her gadget, um, I got tons of press, press reviews on her gadget. She proceeded to take all of these reviews, turn it into a marketing document. I had an opportunity for her to pitch Home Depot. She went to pitch Home Depot They followed up with her. She was able to forward her marketing document that says, look at all the people who are already talking about me. I'm out there. Her product is now in homedepot.com. And all of that press helped to lead the way. So public relations is evergreen in that you could post it again. I'm doing this interview with you. I could post this on my social media, but I could post this in three months. And in six months, because it's evergreen content that new audiences will appreciate, the same as your podcast. While some people might listen to it today, other people might choose to listen to it next week or next year. And that's what's wonderful about the use of public relations in your social media content, because it's keeping you relevant, it's providing information, and it's getting others to say, hmm. I think I need that product or that book or that service. And now I'm going to reach out to Andrea Pass Public Relations, or I'm going to reach out to Mark, or I'm going to reach out to someone else. Because my timing may not be the same as that business owner's timing. But public relations should definitely be part of the marketing mix to keep you out there, keep you relevant, and keep you in the news. Hey there, it's Mark, and I will coach you for less than $2 a day, plus give you access to a group coaching call every single month. For more information, visit MrProductivity.com. What's interesting, what you just said is today is January 21st, and this is an evergreen podcast, but a lot of the most popular podcasts in the last six months are not evergreen. They talked about COVID. They talked about the election. They talked about the inauguration day. 
Are you going to listen to the inauguration 2021 coverage in six months? It's old news. And so that's why I try really hard to make my content, even though this got released on January 21st, but you can listen to it January 21st, 2022. It's still going to be valid. And I think that's important. So when you're creating content and talking to the listener now, make sure you make it as evergreen as possible. Now, if you're in the news space, obviously you, you can't make it evergreen. You, you, or you're talking about social media. You got to talk about here's how to use TikTok or Snapchat or Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram today. Because if I watch a video from how to use Facebook six years ago, it's outdated. So that's why I'm really big on evergreen. I want to get real tactical with you, uh, Andrea, because you explained to us what PR is, but what are some mistakes that people make? I want to really, because someone may listen to this conversation and go, I am going to get into PR. I'm going to start doing it. And I, I want to say, whoa, hang on. Let's talk about some mistakes that people make when they jump into the PR game. The biggest mistake is to think you can do it yourself. I wouldn't cut my own hair. I wouldn't do I my do. own dental work. <laughs> and, and I must say, for those folks who have not yet seen Mark, he is very well coiffed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 2003. So I do it myself. But I get your point. <laughs> but but the point is, is a professional in public relations is going to know how to research the right media outlets to pitch, how to effectively pitch and effectively follow up. I'm not sending pitches one after the other, after the other, after the other and annoying a press person. I'm going to be totally blackballed if that happens. I am staying in touch when it's appropriate. I'm also not being tone deaf. There are certain days of the year that you don't reach out to the press. Things that are happening, if there's breaking news, even if you're reaching out to the person who covers consumer appliances, you don't know if that person's been pulled onto a different beat for that day because there might be breaking news. So you have to not be tone deaf uh, in, in public relations. Also, Make sure that I want to inject right here that before we started, before we started recording, you did tell me that today is kind of like an easy day for you because we're recording this yesterday. So your listings on January 21st, we actually recorded this on January 20th, which was inauguration day. And you said, basically, after this interview, you're going to take it easy because you can't contact anyone on the inauguration day. So I just want to make your point on that. Yeah, exactly. If I start doing press pitching today, those that do respond uh, you know, they're probably going to respond saying, do you know what's going on in the world today? Are you being tone deaf? And and that's important that you're not being tone deaf as a as a public relations person or a business person. And you realize what's going on in the world around you. And is it appropriate? Can that person speak today? Uh, I have someone that reached out to me earlier today and I responded with, are you available to speak? Can we set up a call for today? Because I didn't, you know, the person sent me the email at about 1130 last night. I was sound asleep. So I want to see, can they speak? If they cannot speak today, I respect that. If they can, I will speak to them. But I think that knowing how to reach the press and knowing what to say in your message points. And, and remember, when you're on with a reporter of any kind, everything you say is on the record. You might choose to say, oh, this is off the record, but you have to be really careful about that. So it's on the record. I had a client years ago who the reporter was asking a question about uh, a product and the claim on the product. And the client said, you know, I was away skiing in blah, blah, blah in Switzerland. And that must have been one of my colleagues that put that out. But we don't want to really talk about that. Well, of course, that was in the article in a major market daily newspaper. And I was on the call and I was trying to mm. 
divert it and say, well, what my client is meaning to say, and the reporter said, Andrea, if you continue speaking, the interview's over. And my client said, Andrea, I'd like the interview to continue. And I'm thinking, and as soon as the interview ended, I called the client. I said, do you realize what you said? And he said, so they won't use that. I said, 100% they're going to use that. You were on the record and you blamed a colleague in your company while you were busy skiing. The impression is that you're a rich person and that colleague had to do the grunt work for you. And now you're throwing the colleague under the bus. And he said, I didn't see it that way. And it was my job to bring that to his attention. And lo and behold, when the article came out, uh, he said, Andrea, you were right. And I wasn't doing it to say I'm right. I was doing it to help him and help his reputation. So have your message points ready. Three message points. No one's going to remember a million different points. Three message points, the, 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 the value of three. But don't overtell your story. And that's another thing. Keep it short and sweet and make sure that the interviewer can interject questions that the interviewer has to move on to the next topic. So in public relations, be prepared for the interview, but work with a professional who's going to help you get prepared and comfortable doing an interview. And whereas the interviewer might be a comfortable interviewer like you are, others may not be. So you have to be prepared for all things. I like how you said, don't overtell your story. I'm a big fan, as you know, of simplicity. And I was a couple of days ago, I happened to be invited to speak to a college class. One of my prior uh, podcast guests, this is how the world works, folks, invited me. He's a professor at the University of Missouri, I think, in Chicago. And he has a, he has like a, a management class. And he doesn't do syllabus week because, you know, this is the week uh, classes go back in many colleges. And he goes, I don't do syllabus week. I go start giving value right away. And he wanted me to come in and tell the students how to be more productive. Well, I only got to speak for 20 minutes. Now, if I was speaking for an hour, I would tell my story a little longer. So you got to be able to say, okay, I have five minutes. I can tell my story in 30 seconds. I've got 20 minutes. I can tell it in a minute. Because if you don't, if you go in there and say, look, my story is 20 minutes long. Well, number one, you're being rude to the person that you're on the show with. Just say, well, I don't care what you need. I don't care what your time uh, restraints are. I've got to tell my story in 20 minutes, and that's going to really hurt you from getting on other people's shows. Number two, it shows you you're courteous. You're saying, look at, I'm going to break it down to really, just so you have just the context of who I am. And so when he asked me who I am and what I do, it took me like 15 seconds because I only had 20 minutes and I wanted to deliver as much value to his students as I possibly could. Yeah, and I think that you, that's the word. Value is the word because you can deliver value in three minutes, in five minutes, in 20 minutes, in an hour. But to know that your your audience and to know what you want their takeaway to be is important. So I certainly want the takeaway to be the value of public relations in your marketing mix to grow your brand using press. Someone else, such as you, your value is these are the tips how you increase your productivity. And I'm the guy to tell you and help you increase your productivity. So I think everyone has their message, but sticking to your message and not getting sidetracked about something that's in the news or the weather or your latest vacation. That will happen one day. We'll be back to vacations. But, but you know, keeping it tight and understanding who the audience is and how they are going to benefit from the skills that you have and how ultimately 
we're going to help grow those businesses. I think everyone wants to grow their business. That's the most important thing for any business owner, any author, any nonprofit. I mean, we all want to grow our businesses and how can we do it by creating relationships and meeting the right people that could be part of our team. So whether we're a solopreneur and bringing you know, consultants in to work with us or we're a huge corporation, it's all about the correct team that's going to grow that. And and public relations got has got to be part of that marketing mix and part of that team to help you grow your business. One of the benefits of being a subscriber to my email newsletter is you get access to free weekly training from me. To sign up for my email newsletter, just go to mrproductivity.com. Now, when I first started doing interviews way back in the fall of 2017, I didn't do any pre-interview calls. And as a result, I had two qualifications. Can you talk? And can you put two sentences together? And as a result, I had some really bad interviews. And I don't blame the guests. It's my show. I didn't do the due diligence. So I started instituting a pre-interview conversation to make sure that you have a personality, that you can talk on the fly because I don't do uh, Andrew and I are talking today. There's no scripted questions. There's no, we're just having a conversation. So when you get a new client, someone calls you, I'm sure you'd like the money, but I'm sure you, because it's your reputation, uh, you want to make sure they're a value client. So walk us through when someone reached out to you and say, Andrew, I want you to represent me. What do you do? Do you do something like a preview call like I do? Yeah, I definitely have a, a consultation first because we need to get to know, are we going to click? And for me to do any kind of public relations outreach, you have to have a website, you have to have social media pages, and you have to have the ability to take on clients or send your product out or your book out. So if those things aren't lined up already, it's not time to work with me yet because I do need to drive awareness to a website, to social media pages, to a product or a book or a service and examples of how that service has has worked. So you need to have a few clients before we get started because that's in, that's important. But also we have to we have to jive. And when I've talked to people that I don't jive with, I thank you, but no thank you. I, I had someone reach out to me when I first started my business a number of years ago through someone I went to college with. I hadn't seen this person in years. She says, oh, I work for this guy. He had a box that helps you do a three-day fast to lose some weight by fasting. Okay. I read up as much as I could read. We talked on the phone. He had a little bit of an edge to him. We went out to lunch. Um, he called me Anne. Uh, my name is Andrea. I've never been Anne. Uh, so it was kind of odd in this lunch. He's calling me Anne. And then I bring to the attention, I said, well, in your in your box, you have laxatives. And he says, what? I said, well, if you take laxatives for three days straight, you're going to lose weight. This doesn't strike me as very healthy. He says, I don't have laxatives in the box. I said, well, I was sent a box and there are laxatives. So I said, you really do need to do the homework on what's in your box because I know as soon as I send this to the press, they're going to bring up, yes, you could eat these other things in the box for the three days, but ultimately it's taking three days worth of laxatives. And we didn't, we didn't click. And I said, I just, I spoke to him a day or two later. I said, I just don't think the timing is right. And, and of course I was very nice about it, but it didn't work. Uh, I had another person who met me prior to me giving a talk to an inventors club about public relations. And he reached out to me and I have this product. And I said, great. I, I, I fell in love with the product. I'm like, we could do this, this, this. He never sent me the product because it's a very expensive product. But reading up on it, 
I told him what I could do. And then he got me on the phone with his investor who says, okay, name everyone you know at the New York Times. I said, it doesn't matter who I know at the New York Times. It matters how I pitch them, if they still work there, and what beat they're on now. I said, so anyone who's giving you a laundry list of the press people they know, it means nothing tomorrow. They could be gone tomorrow. They could be on a different beat tomorrow. It depends on the PR person and how they're doing outreach. And the next day, they said, send me the letter of agreement. We want to work with you. So I do my share of homework before the call. But it's that relationship building, because if you don't click with someone, you're not going to want to work with them long term. And to me, I want to work with people and do their public relations who I believe in and who we can work together and people who are reachable. And by that, I mean, I don't want to go through a whole chain of command to book an interview for you. If if you don't have time for me and you can't do this interview tomorrow at 2 p.m. or next Thursday at 3 p.m., um, then I want to know immediately when can you do it or I'm going to lose that interview. And, uh, you know, and, and that's that's happened. And I've lost interviews. And luckily, I have great relationships with the press people I work with. So they don't, you know, they don't take it out on me. But I don't want to lose interviews. And I want to make sure I have a good relationship with the press. So, you know, it's important that I, I do my homework. They do their homework and we click. Love it. Okay. Well, we're at the part of the show now where we're going to put the conversation with you and me uh, on pause temporarily. And they're going to do this fun thing that you said you're game for. It's called mic swap. So what this means is you get to be host of the Mark Chuchowski podcast for, you can ask me one or two questions, maybe three, depending on how detailed they are. And you don't have to say Chuchowski, by the way, although I think you can say it. Don't ask me credit card or social security numbers, and it doesn't have to be about productivity. So, Andrea, you are the host of the Mark Suchesky podcast. I'm so glad that everyone has joined me today for the Mark Suchesky podcast. Mark, I'm so glad that you are my guest on today's podcast. And my question for you does have to do with productivity in today's world where business owners, especially solopreneurs and entrepreneurs are networking a lot. We're doing a lot of Zoom networking calls. We're meeting all these people. We're saving the chat with all of the names in it. But how are we productive in our follow-up? Because as an entrepreneur and a solopreneur, I hate when people simply add me to their email list and blast out their newsletter to me all the time. No, no, no. What are your tips for being productive to follow up when it comes to networking and growing our businesses? First of all, don't follow up with everyone, okay? If you went to a networking event in person, which we'll be doing again in the very near future, I I, I feel that's coming. You wouldn't talk. There's 100 people in the room. You wouldn't go to everyone like a Pez dispenser, passing out your business card. You would find out who you want to talk to. You start talking to one person. Oh, they're not for me. Go to the next person. I think the mistake people make is they try to, they get that list, like you said, and they try to reach out to everyone. They're not all meant for you to reach out to. I would pick maybe two, three, four names that you really want to get to know. Send them a personal DM, send them a personal e uh, email. Do not add them to your email newsletter list. It's against the law in the United States, Canada, and Europe. It's against the law uh, in like to using that information from Zoom and LinkedIn and all these platforms. You can't do it. If you do that to me, Andrea, I will never, ever buy from you ever because you've already breached my trust. So I would say 
to network when you're on a call with someone, pick the people you really resonate with. Now, maybe you get the whole list and you go, okay, I'm going to look at all the LinkedIn profiles and then I'm going to pick three or four. So find out a little bit more about them, but don't reach out to everybody because not everybody's for you. So find those three to four people that you really want to get to know better and reach out to them. I think that's a great tip because I think to be productive and do things the right way versus the throw spaghetti at the wall and see, see what sticks method. And, and I know in public relations, I don't do the throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. I, I think things out and do things, you know, step by step. And, and really along those lines of, of, of that, you know, we're all very productive. We're all trying to do the best that we can do. But what are your tips for fitting in some personal time and fun things in the middle of trying to be productive for your business? Schedule it. If you like, I, I prioritize personal development. So I read a book, a print book, at least 90 minutes every day, because I found a lot of successful people in the world who make a lot of money. They prioritize book reading. Well, you're looking at Brendan Burchard, Tony Robbins, Elon Musk, Mark Cuban, they're avid readers They make a lot of money. And a lot of people don't read, don't make a lot of money. So I prioritize. And when I say prioritize, I put it on my schedule. Okay. It says reading from, you know, this time to this time. It's that important. If something's important to you, not just podcast interviews or talking to Andrea or having a coaching call. I mean, if you really want to get better at something, you want to read or you want to start taking a daily walk, put it on your schedule. When you become intentional about it, that's what your priorities are. That's what you're going to work on. Those are two really good questions, Andrea. Thank you for being the host. Now, give me the microphone back. Um, that was fun. That was, I didn't get like, to do that. That was so much fun. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And the final question I ask every guest is, where can we go to find out more about you, what you're doing, what's coming up in your life? Share that with us, please. I'm all over the place. I welcome you to come check out my website, Andrea Pass. PR, and that's P as in Peter, A-S-S as in Sam, Andrea Pass PR. I'm on LinkedIn, Andrea Pass, uh, Facebook, Andrea Pass Public Relations. And uh, I'm one of these people that's out there with a webinar series that I'm doing every few months with a few colleagues called Resonate to Revenue. And on Thursday evening, January the 28th, we're going to be talking about Resonate to Revenue, build your ideal client base using targeted content. So I'll be discussing public relations. We have an expert discussing social media and another expert discussing virtual events. So I, I'm very, very busy. I'm very active in networking groups and started a new one called Our Virtual Lunch Club that uh, we are having speakers and breakout rooms on topics. We're not doing the old-fashioned elevator pitch. I, I'm sick of everyone's elevator pitch. No disrespect to everyone, but I can almost recite them myself. Let's, let's have a topic to talk about and see how we jive on that topic and how we can learn from one another on, on a topic. So I welcome the opportunity and certainly for your listeners, uh, a 30-minute free consultation. If you go on my website and my calendar, book 30 minutes and let's talk about the value of public relations. So I greatly appreciate you letting me talk about Andrea Pass Public Relations. Well, Andrea, thank you so much for being on the show. It's so nice to be able to talk to you on the other end because we got to meet and then you've been sending me clients for the, the podcast. Now I got to have you on the show. Really appreciate you sharing with us uh, how about all about PR. Absolute delight having you on the show today. Thank you, Mark. I greatly appreciate it. And I'll talk to you soon.
Hey, 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 don't leave this episode yet. I have a very important announcement for you. I want you to go to MrProductivity.com right now and get the top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs absolutely for free. It's my gift to you. And while you're at MrProductivity.com, I want you to click on the tab that talks about my digital productivity coaching program. I call it DPC. This program is incredible and I'm super excited about it because one, via dedicated app, you get daily, yes, daily coaching and accountability prompts from me and the ability to ask me questions, short questions in the app. You get a live group coaching call every single, well, month with me. Third, you get access to a DPC members only community online, and it's not a Facebook group. And fourth, you get replays of all the group coaching calls and my Saturday morning trainings. Now, my Saturday morning trainings are free, but there's no replay. But DPC members get access to the training, to the replays, part of their membership. Now, what's this cost you? You may think thousands of dollars. No, it's $49 a month. That's less than $2 a day. So check out the digital productivity coaching program and grab the top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs at my website, mrproductivity.com.